Okay. Three, two, one. Hey y'all, this is Sharon Smaga. This is Pop Coach Life where we're pursuing the art of purpose over perfection. Welcome back. Uh, the last episode, I was very exhausted, very depleted. Uh, thoughts from a tired mind uh, was brought to you out of that and got some little, a little bit of energy back today, some vim and vigor. I've had time to rest, recuperate, kind of reset. Uh, well, that sounds like a podcast title, doesn't it? Rest, recuperate, reset. Maybe we'll do that down the road, but I wanted to hop back on and, uh, let y'all know that I'm feeling better. I hope that that episode, even though it might not have been a, a attention grabbing title was helpful and validating for those of you that listen to it. Cause I think we all get to that point. And um, uh, for me, traditionally it's been hard to admit it. So I didn't always have uh, access to supports and people to help me kind of recognize where I was at and get my needs met. So I hope that that um, spoke into that for those of you that listened and you felt that permission, if you will, to sort of just let go of spinning all the plates or always being, you know, trying to pretend you're at a hundred percent or whatever. Um, I thought today I would hop on and sort of randomly, which I thought was really interesting because it sort of, I think is going to tie into the last episode anyway, which wasn't the plan, but I thought I'd hop on and just share uh, a recent social media post I did. So I, I got on and just pulled the first one that came up and it's this, uh, that pop coach life we published is when you focus on the good, the good gets better. And let me just read this to you. Uh, we reinforce what we focus on. Negative thoughts create negative perception and block gratefulness. It's not about pretending everything is fine or faking your way through. It's about acknowledging the problems without parking in them permanently. Focusing on good gives us the resiliency to problem solve and enjoy our lives and relationships. And I thought, oh, that's cool. So it sort of spins off a little the episode on thoughts from a tired mind, right? So I was in this very depleted place recognizing it. Um, and was definitely, uh, kind of referencing the social media post. I was definitely in a place where, um, the negative thoughts could run rampant, um, were to some degree. And rec so one of the tricks is recognize that when you are that depleted, you're going to feel depressed. You're going to feel down. You're going to start to let the negative junk and thoughts and beliefs creep in the false narratives, um, irrational thoughts. Um, I can get to a point where I'm like, why am I doing this podcast? Or maybe I just need to get out of mental health altogether. Maybe it's time to retire. That's one of my favorite little kind of irrational thought cop out go tos. <laughs> um, you know, maybe I'll just go work at Walmart. So kind of thing. And there's nothing wrong with working at Walmart, right? But I don't feel called to do that. I don't feel led to be there right now in my life. It's about stress and wanting to feel some relief or to find a way to kind of get away from that stress. Because what I really need is rest and recovery and recuperation. So really normal for the negative perceptions to creep in. And then we begin to feel ungrateful, right? Because our perception of our lives shifts. Our lives haven't changed. Our perception of our lives changes. Our thinking patterns, what we allow to creep in, goes from positive to negative. 
<clears throat> and then what happens when you get caught up in these really negative thinking patterns is you lose sight of gratefulness. Like it's almost like you just forget to be grateful. Um, and that can be for small things or big things. But uh, because we kind of get into that negative mindset and we get a little bit catastrophic, like we have the worst, we take it to the nth degree, like for me to go, well, maybe I should just retire. That's kind of catastrophic, irrational thinking, right? That's not okay. Um, it's not healthy and it's not real. What's real is I have a career that I'm really appreciate. I have clients that I, I deeply admire, respect, and appreciate. I have uh, a good roof over my head. I've got, hey, AC that works and uh, triple-digit temperatures down here. Um, I don't have a leak in my roof. I've, I've got a lot of good things in my life. I've got these two adorable pets that snuggle up with me. Um, I've got two kiddos that are successfully launched adults that I'm very proud of, two sons. So, And I can go on and on, right? And that's the point. What will we go on and on with? Are you going to go down the rabbit trail of the irrational, negative, catastrophic thinking? Or go down the the uh, the pathway of choosing to see what is true and real and good in your life and label it? And so that's where we reinforce what we focus on. Negative thoughts create negative perception and block gratefulness. That's what that part of that post means. The next point, though, is that it's not about pretending everything is fine or faking your way through. And I want to make sure that I'm really being clear about that. So being grateful doesn't mean I'm pretending I feel great. I have this beautiful life. Everything's wonderful. Um, we don't need to fake our way through. And I, I think uh, probably everyone, anyone listening to this, everyone listening to this has heard the old adage, fake it till you make it. And I just think that's garbage advice. Um, you practice and you struggle until you make it. You work at it. You show up and you don't give up and you don't go down those rabbit holes uh, that will shut you down or shut your life down when you're striving for something. So we don't have to fake till we make it. We can actually be open about our struggle. We can be vulnerable. We can get support. We can reach out. We can even just recognize uh, last week when I was talking to you and said, I just need rest. I need restoration. I am exhausted in every sense of the word. Just being willing to be honest with ourselves sometimes takes a level of vulnerability that I guess it would seem intuitive, but sometimes the person I lie to the most is myself, right? Um, and it's hard to be, reach out and be honest with other people if I will not uh, be honest with myself about where I'm at and what I need. So if we're getting our worth from performance, <clears throat> If we're getting our worth from people pleasing, some of those things, we're going to really struggle even more with this. I cannot encourage you enough. Uh, don't fake your way through. It's about acknowledging the problems without parking in them permanently. So we acknowledge the problems. We don't fake it. But we also don't give ourselves to permission to park in the pity party. And I really found myself last week um wanting to do that even though i don't really want to does anybody relate to that so i kind of wanted to just tap out like i'm tired i'm tapping out i'm off of team sharon um i kind of in that mentality can get into i just want somebody to come along and rescue me and make everything okay 
that's also an irrational thought if you don't know that. That's not realistic because all relations come, relationships come with stressors and needs, and it's never going to be all just about me or you, right? So this idea of the rescuer being rescued isn't healthy that way either. It's, um, I would say, out of balance and not realistic. So acknowledge the problems. Don't park in the pity party. Make sense? And then the last thing is focusing on good gives us the resiliency to problem solve and enjoy our lives and relationships. So the more I can focus on gratefulness in a real sense, I don't have to fake it, but seeing what is good and right in my life and appreciating the life I have, that actually contributes to my resiliency, my ability. My resiliency is my ability to sort of I hate to use the word bounce back because that almost makes it feel like it's just this passive thing that'll just happen. So I would say uh, resiliency is about my ability to come back from adversity, to come back from stress, to um, think and act on the things that will actually be restorative and to make good decisions even when I am feeling depleted and uh, stressed. And so that's why if you put all that together, here, here's my idea, right? If you put all that together, you can sum that up as when you focus on the good, the good gets better. Because we experience, let me put my notes down, we experience and become what we focus on. And I cannot tell you how important this is. I cannot stress it enough that if you focus on the negative, the irrational, um, you know, catastrophic thinking, everything's a catastrophe, everything's, um, you know, drama. I did an episode two or three back kind of on that, uh, architecting drama. We're going to be exhausted and depleted. And then we tend to have a very negative view of life, of relationships, of people, of our jobs, and we become negative people. And if we park in that negativity, we become, over time, we become bitter. And bitter is an ugly, ugly root. It's not, it's hard to get you, for that to get you out of bed in the morning. Uh, bitter makes it very hard to engage in relationship. It makes it very hard for people to want to connect and be in relationship with us. And we can all kind of be in that space a little bit. That's that's normal emotions. I get that. I have my days and my moments. But when it's chronic, it becomes this bitter root. And it starts to really damage our emotional, psyche, spiritual selves. And it starts to damage the people around us. The flip on the flip side of that is when we focus on being grateful and what is good and right in our lives. Guess what? It grows the other stuff. It grows the stuff that makes people want to be around us, that makes us want to get out of bed in the morning, that, uh, helps us view our lives in a way that we're excited about, we enjoy, that we look forward to what's coming instead of dreading it and thinking it's always going to be bad. So it gives us more joy, contentment, peace. See those good things? That's the good fruit we want. So uh, think about that. Understand what you focus on absolutely affects 
how you experience life, how you interpret what you experience, and then how you live and feel about yourself and others. I hope it's been helpful. It's good to see you guys again. Glad I've got some of my energy pep back and some pep in my step. And this is Sharon Smog with Pop Coach Life for Pursuing Purpose Over Perfection. Um, Thank you for listening. Thank you. You know, you can find me anywhere you listen to podcasts. Thanks for uh, checking me out on social media. We're trying to integrate social media and the podcasting more. So you'll start to see that on either end. Uh, on both ends of that. And so if you haven't had a chance to get on and follow me on social media, you can check me out on Instagram uh, and Facebook primarily. I'm in the Twitterverse. I don't think that I've really been discovered in the Twitterverse. So, but you can follow me on Twitter if you're so inclined. And that's really more of your uh, preference or where you do social media. Thank you guys for listening. Um, I love y'all. And keep pursuing your purpose over perfection. Do not give up. Be faithful in that pursuit. It is worth it. Take care, and I will see you next time. Bye-bye.